There is a great difference between comprehending the knowledge of things and tasting the hidden life of them. Before our reading begins, I would like to take a quick moment to mention an opportunity for those who may have questions about Conservative Friends. OIR Yearly Meeting is starting a weekly Zoom meeting specifically to provide an easy way to get answers. See details in the description of this podcast episode or simply email oymcalendar at hotmail.com for a Zoom invitation. Chapter 2, Section C, Ways of Exploring the Bible A person may become more acquainted with the Bible in many ways. Although some people simply start at the beginning of the Bible and read straight through, one has to be quite dedicated to complete that task. A modification of that method, which allows some choice of order, is to choose and read through one book of the Bible, followed by choosing and reading another. Alternatively, published guides that offer daily selections of related passages are available, allowing one to read the entire Bible in some number of years. Another method, which gives the Holy Spirit more immediate influence, is to open the book with little or no planning, perhaps aiming for some section such as the Psalms or New Testament, and then reading what one sees. Various friends have borne testimony to the amazing efficacy of this last method, as they have found encouragement or answers to immediate problems embedded within the passage to which they opened. Any of those methods for individual reading can also be profitably used by more than one adult at home, among two or three close friends, or with a few co-workers doing a break at work. Establishing a regular daily time for Bible reading helps ward off competing demands for one's attention. Depending on the people involved and the time available, discussing what has been read may or may not be helpful. Parents sometimes inquire how they can share the Bible with their children. The method chosen depends, of course, on the children's reading and comprehension abilities. Including a book of children's Bible stories among the other books read to young children makes a natural beginning. Some such children's books are more consistent with friends' beliefs than others. When children reach school age, a family can join together to read aloud from the Bible itself. Everyone can take a turn choosing a selection or reading verses. Talking about the meaning of the story read and its application to present situations add life to the process. In addition to reading the Bible privately, within the family, and with a few other people, friends often appreciate reading the Bible as a meeting function. Again, there are various methods. Some groups choose a published guide to scripture study, which includes interpretive readings and questions for discussion. Other groups move more on their own, starting with one book of the Bible and taking turns reading aloud. Each reader stops after several verses, allowing opportunity for any friends who feel so moved to tell what meaning those verses have for them. When the discussion on one section seems finished, the next person reads another short section. A third method for group Bible reading involves no discussion at all, bypassing possibilities for contention and leaving the Holy Spirit to work within each person. In this way, friends gather in silence, as in an unprogrammed meeting for worship. As individual friends feel led, various ones read aloud a passage they have found. 
Ample time should be allowed between readers for everyone's silent consideration of what has been read and to allow the Holy Spirit to open what has been read. Some of the ways of reading the Bible emphasize intellectual analysis, while others use a more spiritual approach. Although academic discipline is useful in examination of religious scriptures and of our relationship to them, an entirely intellectual perspective on scripture blocks the spiritual dimension of the Bible. For those of us trained to rely on logical thinking, it is difficult to shift out of an intellectual frame of reference. Nevertheless, in order to make use of all the Bible has to offer, we need to be led beyond rational analysis into feeling the Bible's spiritual direction. When the Bible is used without the Holy Spirit's immediate guidance, spiritual growth will be absent and harm may be done, either to the person involved or to someone else. Any such hurt inflicted can be resolved, not through rejection of either the harmful person or the Bible, but through returning to the renewing power of God. There is a great difference between comprehending the knowledge of things and tasting the hidden life of them. I fed on the sweetness of the former before finding the true manna of the latter. This podcast has presented a portion of the book Traditional Quaker Christianity. The book was assembled and edited by Cherry Wallace, Jack and Susan Smith, and Arthur Burke. It was read by Chip Thomas and the audio edited by the same. The music was provided by Paulette Meyer. Paulette's music is available at paulettemeyer.com.